1: Dave and Dujanovic. Dave and Dujanovic.
2: Looking ahead to our 11 o'clock hour, we're going to take a deeper dive into the discussion we just wrapped up about Congressman uh, George Santos, the New York Congressman, who's been caught in a web of.
1: Wise.
2: The House Ethics Committee will begin this week uh, investigating the Congressman. And uh, there's a number of things they won't be investigating him for, which maybe they consider it the low hanging fruit, but these are the ones that we've talked about. At length, which is you know his college resume, like he said he went to a college uh, that he didn't go to. He told voters he was Jewish. Uh, he's not. Um, I mean, there's a whole list of them. They won't be looking at them him for anything that was said pre swearing in. Okay. Anything that was done post swearing in and taking over his seat. Uh, Particular things having to do with potential election crimes, um, campaign filings, uh, claiming, for example, he has a treasurer working for him and the treasurer denies having worked for him. Those types of things will be looked at. But pre-swearing in, you know, he bamboozled voters. Well, they're not going to take a look at that.
1: Yeah, can't account for huge amounts of money. I want to know what power the ethics committee really has. It's just recommendations, and then that's I. We're going to dive into that a little bit later. Oh, like can they
2: unseat think,
1: him? Yeah, yeah. Be, because again, what's what's tricky about this? There, there's not really an easy impeachment, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you you're going to require I almost I want to say two thirds of Congress has to agree to unseat. Yeah. Um, it, it's very difficult. It's complicated. Yeah,
2: It doesn't, it, speaker of the house, Kevin McCarthy can't just walk up to him and say you're fired. Yeah. You're fired. They, you know, they, That doesn't work like that. They, no.
1: they can kick them off, uh, and not give them committee assignments. There are certain things you can do to kind of mitigate what kind of power they have in Congress, but to actually remove someone that's been duly elected is is difficult.
2: Looking forward to that conversation at eleven o five.
1: Eye on the Hill, twenty twenty three. Special coverage on Utah's morning news.
2: The twenty twenty three legislative session came to an end uh, Friday late in the evening, um, and we're going to bring Lindsay Air, KSL's political reporter, into the conversation about legislations that she flagged. She feels will most most impact us. Uh, As residents of Utah, maybe in our own homes, uh, she's waiting on the line. Uh, Just a quick summary, 1,377 new bills were requested. 926 were filed. I don't know how many of them passed, but I'm sure Lynn's has all that information. And really, numbers are numbing. What we want to get to is... What are the pieces of legislation that pass that the governor will sign that will impact us at the kitchen table?
1: There's a few things I want to dive in, and I, I don't have this information right now, but, Debbie, the budget is $29 billion. Mm-hmm. I want to know what it was five years ago. Oh, interesting. Ten years ago. Yeah. And see how much the state's budget has grown over the years. Oh,
2: can we do that tomorrow?
1: Yes, you ready? I just thought about it, top of my Great.
2: head. Write that down. We're going to remember to do that tomorrow, Lindsay, Good morning. Thank you so much. We know you had a very long week last week, and you wrapped up the legislative session, reporting live from Capitol Hill. What are the? Th- what are? Give us like three things you think we should care most about out of the 2023 legislative session.
0: Well, I do want to say there are, uh, yeah, a lot, about 560-ish bills. That's not an exact number, but that's how many passed this session, which is nearly a record, if not a record. So, (laughs) excuse me, that is a lot of legislation. And every single bill impacts somebody in Utah in one way or another. So um, it's kind of hard to narrow it down because every one of these bills feels important. But there are some bigger rocks that were done this legislative session, That I kind of wanted to focus on the first one of those is uh, money going towards water and the Great Salt Lake legislative leaders and, and the legislature was touting how much this year would focus on water. And then there were some criticisms throughout the session that not enough water bills, they even dubbed one week water week, but not a lot of bills. Dealing with water pass. Now that's not entirely fair because uh, to be honest, there's a lot of ancillary like conservation bills and stuff like that, that did pass that just maybe perhaps we didn't get to uh, because we were dealing with some of these other bigger rocks, but um, Specifically what you saw from the legislature this year when it came to the Great Salt Lake is
3: Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.
0: Money going towards it. $500 million towards uh, water this year that will do things like agricultural optimization, so allowing farmers to update their technologies so they can better conserve water. We know how much water agriculture uses compared to the rest of the population, but that doesn't mean the issues are all there solving right but the legislature is putting money towards uh those uh, optimizing agriculture so they can conserve water but at the same time there are conservation bills that are going to impact us every day um but but one of the ones i want to talk about that actually didn't pass came late in the session and this is a bill that would have uh prohibited for people in the great salt lake basin um, watering before April 25th and after October 1st and initially this bill was set up to uh, take that conserved water and flow it into the Great Salt Lake but the water districts seemed to have concerns over that so that was pulled from the bill and then ultimately this bill didn't pass either so there are some criticisms out there that not a lot of these bills focused on getting water to flow into the Great Salt Lake yeah which uh, the legislature has said, well, because of what Mother Nature did this year, we had some emergency water ready to go into the Great Salt Lake, but we chose to hold that back because of what Mother Nature has done this year for a year when perhaps we need it more. So that was kind of their defense of that. But um, nonetheless, what we did with water in terms of money and getting water to it is significant and it is going to have an impact. It may just feel longer term than more immediate.
1: Yeah, it was that shepherding they, they talked about earlier is we're going to shepherd the water from the mountains down to the Great Salt Lake. But it, it does sound to me that it was mostly uh, allocating money versus really somebody tracking the water from point A to point B.
0: Yeah, that that is kind of more the broader sense. Um, but at the same time, you're going to have bills dealing with um, – uh, restricting...
2: Uh, I saw one for like turf buybacks and stuff. We're going to talk yes, about yes. that in the t- at 1035. We're going to talk about this legislation regarding turf buybacks and, uh, and other types of things that will impact people who own homes. I, I want to get to the food tax issue. Um, that came up late in the session, Lins. Uh What was the final word on that? Is that going yes. to be repealed in 2025 if the education earmark is removed uh, with a constitutional amendment to the amendment?
0: Well, so it's not removing the income tax earmark. It's just amending it. So this is what is still being negotiated. However, there is final language that we passed on Friday. So the legislature has Um, approved a proposed constitutional amendment. This will go on the ballot in 2024 and voters get to decide whether or not we free up some of the money from income tax to go to other state needs besides education. And the language in this constitutional amendment, I think, is important because what it does is create a statutory framework for how we fund education, meaning We fund it every year in a bill every year, it's required to go in the base budget. And then we meet the needs of people with disabilities and children, and then with anything left over, if the state needs it, they are allowed to use it for other state needs. So that's in essence, what the constitutional amendment will say in 2024. But yes, if voters approve that in 2024, then, The food sales tax will come off in 2025, but it's this contingency piece that still has some people rubbed the wrong way where the food tax is only going to come off if voters approve that earmark.
1: Lindsay Ertz, thank you for joining us. That's
2: called dangling dangling like a carrot.
1: Well, for a while, we've been nibbling at the edges because the, the state constitution has said every penny of of state income tax is supposed to go to uh, education. Well, over the last couple of years, they they've nibbled around the edges and said, "Okay, well, let's include this. Mm-hmm. Let's include that." And and they're starting to include so many things that they're just slowly eating away at what fundamentally was was decided, you know, several decades ago.
2: Okay, straight ahead, we're going to circle back to our snowden, I mean, what are they call it? Snowcrest? It's actually Suncrest. It's in Draper.
1: Not right now. Oh, yes. There is no uh, snow. Can okay, we talked to Ashley
2: sun. a couple of weeks ago?
1: I walked into the bathroom to take
0: a shower and I had this huge puddle on the floor and I look up and there's literally snow coming out of my bathroom fan.
2: Out of her bathroom fan? Well, guess what? I think it's happening again today. We're going to check in with Ashley to see how things are going in her neck of the woods and also be ready utah standing by to tell us the five things we need to do to be ready if we get snowed in like what's going on in california
3: two years ago americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the kabul airport
1: there's desperation and anguish
3: more than eighty thousand afghans have since arrived in america but this story is still unfolding